He's gonna go! He's at the 50! He's at the 40! He's at the 30! School's out! This is Troy Calhoun, head coach of the Air Force Academy. This is Brian Harson, head coach of the Boise State Broncos. Catches! Foot in! Touchdown! This is Jeff Tedford. This is Mike Bobo. Fakes it, now has a blocker, runs out toward the right side, tries to dive for the pylon! This is Bob Davey. This is Matt Wells. This is Craig Bull, head coach of the University of Wyoming. Looks, throws, end zone, touchdown! This is Nick Rulovich. This is Jay Norvell, head coach at the University of Nevada. This is Rocky Long. He's got a receiver across the middle fighting for the end zone. Oh, man. This is Brent Brennan. This is Tony Sanchez. He's to the goal line, and he's in for six. This is Craig Thompson, commissioner of the Mountain West. And you're listening to. You are listening to. And you are listening to This Week in the Mountain West. Here we go. Welcome into the Week 5 edition of This Week in the Mountain West. I'm your host, Nate Kreckman. Week 5 means one thing. Conference play starts to get into swing here in the Mountain West. Three games in conference play this upcoming Saturday with Nevada at Air Force Hawaii going to San Jose State. And number 25, Boise State going to Laramie to face Wyoming in what is sure to be a physical Mountain Division showdown. As for the rankings, Boise State, the 25th ranked team in the country in the coaches poll. They're just outside the top 25 getting votes in the Associated Press poll. San Diego State receiving votes in both polls following that dramatic overtime win over Eastern Michigan. We had one game in conference play in week four that was also in the Mountain Division. Utah State outlasting Air Force 42-32 in Logan. Coming up later in the show, we'll be joined by Aggies head coach Matt Wells for an extended conversation about that strong 3-1 and start for Utah State. But up first, we'll recap all the Week 4 action around the Mountain West Conference. It's the Week 5 edition of This Week in the Mountain West, and you have it here on the Mountain West Radio Network. This is Brent Brennan, head coach of the San Jose State Spartans. We'll be back with more of This Week in the Mountain West right after this timeout. There's a force in the West, an attitude unlike any other, a belief that says, let's do this, a shared commitment to academics, leadership, and community service, a bond uniting 12 teams in history, rivalry, and competition. There is a force in the West. We call it the Mountain West. The Mountain West, champions in life. To find out more, visit us at the MW.com. Gather your family and friends and get to Las Vegas for the biggest NCAA basketball championship in the nation. The 2019 Air Force Reserve Mountain West Men's and Women's Basketball Championships, March 10th to 16th at the Thomas and Mack Center in Las Vegas. For tickets, contact your favorite Mountain West Institution's athletic box office. And for more information, visit the MW.com slash 2019. The 2019 Air Force Reserve Mountain West Basketball Championships. Be a part of history. The next big play is just a click away on the Mountain West Network. Join me, Jesse Kurtz, for the latest insight, analysis, and live game action you won't find anywhere else. Catch over 1,500 events for free in HD on the only network that lets you watch any team, anytime, on any device. Go to the MW.com today and get your game on with the Mountain West Network In the Mountain West, sportsmanship meets winning with honor. But don't take our word for it. Sportsmanship is more than what goes on on the field. Good sportsmanship means being loud but being courteous. Sportsmanship is enjoying the game and being respectful of other team's fans. And that goes for all official 
sportsmanship is making your parents and your coaches proud. It takes all of us working together to make a good game great. Sportsmanship, that's what it's all about. The Mountain West, champions in life. This is Rocky Long, head coach of the San Diego State Aztecs. Welcome back to This Week in the Mountain West. Recapping week four around the Mountain West Conference. Biggest drama was late Saturday night at San Diego County Credit Union Stadium. Good start for San Diego State against visiting Eastern Michigan as the Aztecs jumping out to a 17-3 second quarter lead. Third down, one. They will play fake. They'll roll. They'll throw downhill. Wide open at the goal line. Bobbling, holding. Touchdown. Parker, Houston, 25 yards. Ted Leitner with the call on Extra Fox Sports 1360 in San Diego. San Diego State offense would stall without their leading rusher, Jawan Washington, in the second half. Aztecs down 20-17 to to a tough Eastern Michigan team late in the fourth quarter. And San Diego State needing a big-time boot from their senior kicker, John Barron, with inside two minutes to play. Nearside hash mark, slightest of angles to the left. Putting it down at the 40-yard line. 50-yarder up. Line drive. Ball game. Tied! This boy can kick. Eastern Michigan would turn it over on their first possession of overtime. Redshirt freshman cornerback Darren Hall with the interception, setting up Barron once again, this time for the game winner. This will be spotted at the 28. It's a 38-yard field goal by John Barron, who just made from 50 a few minutes ago. The left-hander with Heichlin on the... Hold, snap down, kick up, ball game, over. Aztecs, hang on to beat Eastern Michigan. 23-20, the final. Baron, the Mountain West Special Teams Player of the Week. Hall gets Mountain West Defensive Player of the Week honors. San Diego State 3-1 on the year, a perfect 3-0 at home. Now the bad news. Washington, the leading rusher in the Mountain West, out at least six weeks with a broken collarbone, striking a major blow to that Aztec offense. Sophomore Chase Jasmine now assumes number one back duties, and he's been good, averaging 5.4 yards per carry this season. Elsewhere in the West Division, there's something special happening at Aloha Stadium this season as Hawaii keeps it rolling with a 42-21 home win over Duquesne. Sophomore quarterback Cole McDonald making his case in the early going for heavy consideration in the Mountain West Offensive Player of the Year debate. So Cole McDonald now at the right hash in the shotgun. Two wides aside again. He's going to fake it to Faruda. He's throwing a deep ball. Has an open receiver. Touchdown, John Ursua. Bobby Curran on ESPN 1420 in Honolulu. John Ursua has been McDonald's favorite target all season. He leads the Mountain West with 623 receiving yards and nine touchdown catches. It was not all Ursua against the Dukes, though. McDonald throwing five touchdown passes in the win to four different receivers. So Cole McDonald is back to pass. He has time. He's now running out of the pocket. And he's throwing to the end zone. Has a receiver. Touchdown, Hawaii. JoJo Ward. JoJo Ward. Hawaii averaging 42 points a game with the number two passing offense in the Mountain West as Nick Rolovich's switch to the run and shoot has been a hit at Hawaii. McDonald tops in the Mountain West in total offense with 392 yards a game. He's thrown 20 touchdown passes and scored two more on the ground. So now here's Hawaii at 4-1 on the year with a road date at San Jose State this Saturday.
Finally, from week four, Utah State and Air Force in a Mountain Division showdown. Aggie sophomore quarterback Jordan Love connecting early, often, and all night long against that Falcons defense. Love has a little bit of pressure. Checks to the middle of the field. Caught at the 20, 10, 5, into the end zone. And that is a Utah State touchdown. Aaron Fonds has given the Aggies a lead. Scott Garrard on 1280 The Zone in Salt Lake City. Back and forth affair as Utah State just could not put Air Force away. A 21-point Aggie lead would be down to three in the fourth quarter before Gerald Bright busts it loose for Utah State. Hand off to Bright. Bright to the 35. Here we go. To the 50. They're not going to catch him. Bright to the 30. 20. 10. 5. Touchdown, Utah State. Gerald Bright on a 70-yard touchdown run, and the Aggies have pushed the lead back to nine. Bright goes over 100 yards on the ground with a pair of touchdowns. Love your Mountain West Offensive Player of the Week. He throws for a career-high 356 yards in the win. 42-32, the final Utah State over Air Force. Aggies rolling into their bye week at 3-1. and one. Much more on that game with Utah State head coach Matt Wells next after these words from your local station. This is Nick Rolovich, head coach of the University of Hawaii football. We'll be back with more of This Week in the Mountain West right after this timeout. This is Matt Wells, head football coach of the Utah State Aggies. Welcome back to This Week in the Mountain West. Utah State 3-1 on the year, off to a 1-0 start in conference following last Saturday's 42-32 win over their Mountain Division rivals Air Force. Aggies get a bye this week before going to Provo to face BYU Friday, October 5th. Joining us right now in his sixth season at Utah State, head coach Matt Wells. Coach, welcome back to the show. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Doing great, Coach. Winning in the Mountain Division, it is never easy. You guys had a three-score lead going into the fourth quarter. Air Force puts together a drive, and then you had the special teams turnover. Suddenly, it's a three-point game. What can you say about the way your team responded to adversity there to close out a tough opponent in conference? Well, they're always tough, and they're, that's a good team. A lot of respect for that team, that program, that coaching staff. Um, and I you know, in saying that, I'm proud of our team for how we finished because we we didn't play our A game in any of the three phases, but we certainly tried to hand it to them a little bit on special teams late in the game, and we found a way to get four, excuse me, three uh, fourth quarter stops on defense, and then found a way to score a touchdown to, you know, take the lead uh, from three points to ten points there late in the game. So I'm proud of the way our guys overcame a little adversity late. Watching that game Saturday night, one thing continued to strike me throughout, Coach. You guys never had the ball. Uh, 16 minutes, 20 seconds of possession to 43-40 for Air Force, and yet you still pile up 489 yards of total offense. Jordan Love has a career day. Are you okay to sacrifice some time of possession if it means the big play is hitting? Well, the, you know, that, that's a loaded question. Um, <laughs> because I think anytime you have a pace offense and you're going to play with the tempo that we're playing at, um, you are going to sacrifice time of possession, which we know and I'm good with. Um, we need to finish those drives with touchdowns. Uh, we did a really nice job of that. I think, um, you know, we scored seven touchdowns on offense, and I think we had 13 possessions. Okay, so that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so there's an, a sense of urgency to score and finish with touchdowns, especially when you're playing a team like Air Force where you already know possessions are going to be limited. Now, in saying that, you also know you're going to have some three and outs on offense. 
Um, the problem and the challenge that comes up or came up Saturday night is we had, I think, three three-and-outs that were 19 seconds to 40 seconds. Yeah. Okay, now you're putting your defense right back out on the field, and that's not good. And then on top of that, you know, Air Force went for it and, and a lot of times, you know, seven times. They made it five times, so there's another set of downs. And so, you know, we were giving up third and shorts and, and fourth and inches. And uh, so part of that's on our defense for getting off the field, but credit Air Force. And so, but you had a kind of two extremes, which – Goodness gracious. I mean, we, we defended 114 snaps, 86 of them rushes. I've never seen that, never been in a game like that. And we certainly could have helped reduce that on defense by getting off the field a little bit more. But offense could have helped that too by staying on the field and, and, and that. So, yeah, there's some issues with pace offense in terms of that. Yeah, it's your first win over Air Force since 2014. You mentioned all those factors right there. They're good. They're tough. They're a unique opponent. What are the biggest keys to having success in Air Force week? Well, I think you got to finish drives with touchdowns on offense. Um, you got to stop the fullback. You got to stop the QB. You got to limit explosives over the top. We did a nice job in the passing game. Not, you know, I, I always say it to our DBs don't get bored. Don't get bored doing your job down after down after down because as soon as you get nosy, you stick your eyes in the backfield, you stick your eyes where you're not supposed to put them, um, then you get run right by and you give up shots and, and those kind of things off play action passes. So, Your quarterback, Jordan Love, career high 356 yards, couple of touchdowns against Air Force Saturday. What's your evaluation of your sophomore quarterback four games into the season? He's had a nice start. I think he started off well and um, you know, you, you look at his numbers there, they've been productive. He's been accurate with the ball. He's been taking care of the ball. You know, he's got, he's thrown three interceptions in four games and two of those interceptions out of the three, he's getting hit right when he throws it and the ball fluttered. And the third, uh, was a tip against Michigan state. So, uh, he's not making decision errors and throwing the ball in tight windows and, and with guys covered and, and making poor choices. He's done a nice job at making great choices, being very accurate with the ball so I think he's had a good start to the year one more player I want to ask you about on that offense specifically is Dax Raymond you told me at media day you think he's the top tight end in the Mountain West he's done his mission in Russia he's overcome a pretty serious back surgery and now he's really hitting that potential he's tearing it up at Utah State what does he bring to your team both on and off the field well off the field he's a great leader quality young man he's great in the community a lot of community service hours um, he's, he's awesome on the field. He brings a toughness factor a reliability, um, confidence, um, for Jordan, for our offense coordinator, for our coaches. Um, you know, he's a really good special teams player. He's all around good player. You got a top 10 scoring offense in the country right now, 51.5 points per game. Is some of that the product of, of coach Yost being in his second season, having so many returning starters that you guys could get into a groove faster this season? Yeah, I think so. When we, we, had hoped for and anticipated a jump in year two in this offense and we're certainly seeing that right now david's done a really nice job of coordinating it and we've got good players this year and those guys have been in the system and um you know we got returning offensive linemen we got weapons at wide out you just talked about the tight end i think we got two running backs that have played very well so um you know we're off to a good start it's now about staying in rhythm maintaining it 
hopefully staying healthy and seeing if we can finish the way we'd like to finish. We'll continue our conversation with Utah State head coach Matt Wells on the other side of this break as the Aggies look ahead to the bye week and then the rivalry showdown with BYU. That's next here on the Mountain West Radio Network. This is Craig Bull, head coach of the University of Wyoming. We'll be back with more of This Week in the Mountain West right after this timeout. Gather your family and friends and get to Las Vegas. Incredible student-athlete strategic coaching along with the United States Air Force Reserve. Power the excitement at the biggest NCAA basketball championship in the nation. The 2019 Air Force Reserve Mountain West Men's and Women's Basketball Championships at the Thomas and Mack Center in Las Vegas. The championships begin Sunday, March 10th with the Women's Basketball Championship and conclude with the Men's Basketball Championship game on Saturday, March 16th. 20 games over seven days will determine the teams that are best in the Mountain West and which teams gain automatic entry into the 2019 NCAA Basketball Tournament. For tickets, contact your favorite Mountain West Institution's athletic box office or for more information on the championships, visit the MW.com slash 2019. The 2019 Air Force Reserve Mountain West Basketball Championships. Be a part of history. There's a force in the West, an attitude unlike any other, a belief that says, let's do this, a shared commitment to academics, leadership, and community service, a bond uniting 12 teams in history, rivalry, and competition. There is a force in the West. We call it the Mountain West. The Mountain West, champions in life. To find out more, visit us at themw.com. This is Troy Calhoun, head coach of the Air Force Academy. Welcome back to This Week in the Mountain West. Continuing our conversation with Utah State head coach Matt Wells following last Saturday's 42-32 home win over Air Force to begin conference play for the Aggies. Coach, defensively, such high expectations for that linebacker group coming into the season. It's always a tough day against Air Force. How is that group performing, and how did they look on film following the matchup with that Air Force ground game? They've performed well, but to be real honest with you, we – we we hadn't been very healthy. Mm-hmm. I mean, Suli Tomavena, um, you know, who was you know a top linebacker for us last year, and uh, I think our leading tackler coming back or second leading tackler coming back, he didn't play until Air Force. He had a broken hand, and so David Woodward set out a game with an injury. Um, um, a fourth Kevin Metzenheimer has been out for four weeks, so we've been very very thin. Justice Tae. Uh, missed two games because of a funeral death in his family. Uh, so we have been extremely thin at linebacker. David Woodward and Chase Christiansen have led that charge and done a really good job. So I'm looking forward to getting some healthy guys back here here in the next uh, few weeks. What about that secondary? Probably the biggest question defensively coming into the season. You lost a couple of all-conference performers. Overall, how has that group stepped up here four games into this season? Yeah, I think all three safeties have played well. Shaq Bond, Gage Ferguson, and Aaron Wade have all played well. Aaron's been a little bit of a pleasant surprise in, in uh, the production that he's given us um, at safety. You know, corner-wise, 
uh, DJ Williams and um, Jamarcus Ingram have played very well. So I think our secondary has been good. Um, we need to continue to develop depth there and uh, quality depth. And I think hopefully those guys will come on and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll have a few more guys play as we get into Mountain West play. Coach, I know it was way back in week one, but what did that Michigan State game do for the confidence of your football team going toe-to-toe with the perennial top 25 program and doing it in their building? It did just that, is give us confidence. It, it wasn't a moral victory. It wasn't anything like that way, shape, or form. But I had hoped we would take the confidence out of that game and let that inspire us to be motivated um, as we prepared for New Mexico State, Tennessee Tech, and, and, um, and Air Force for the next three weeks. And I think it did that. I think, you know, our guys were, you know, motivated by that. I think it gave them some confidence. And so – I, I think that's the biggest thing that it probably did for us. And now you guys go to BYU, head into Provo October 5th. It's a rivalry game. It's a trophy game. You got them last year in Logan. What does that game mean to this program? This game, I mean, it's a one-game It's a one game shot for us right now for a trophy. Mm-hmm. We play for the wagon wheel. Um, it's in our building. We take a lot of pride in that. It's a big game to my locker room. Uh, my guys are always up for this game and and uh, challenge. Uh, really good program. Consistently, always a good program. It'll be tough, physical, emotional. You got you know cousins playing against each other. You got high school teammates playing against each other. Um, all those kind of things. You got brothers, one coaching against a, another brother playing. You know all that kind of stuff, and so that makes for um, excitement, um, tense. Um, rivalry, at least it is on our part. And so I, I think that's something that we look forward to. But it has no bearing on the Mountain West and the rest of the season. So it's basically it's a one-game deal for us for a trophy. So before you get to BYU, it's the bye week. What are the keys for both coaches and players? It's a lot about us this week. We'll get a little bit of a head start on BYU, but got to get a lot of these guys healthy. Played a lot of snaps against Air Force. Got to get a lot of guys um, back um, from injury. Um, you're practicing a lot of the young guys, and then you got to have the right mix of practice and trying to give guys rest. So we certainly try to do that, and we'll kind of follow our bye week plan, what we've had for the last five years. And then at the end of the week, the coaches will use it to kind of get out and be on the road and and uh, try to try to capitalize a little bit um, by being seen and being at the right places on um, a little bit of our early success here. All right, Coach, last thing. It's early yet, but what is standing out to you about the Mountain West Conference so far here in 2018? Uh, not much, really, because it's too early. There's only been a couple conference games played, so nothing's really stood out, uh, but it's coming. I mean, the Mountain Division's good. I already know that. And, I mean, uh, our division on our side, I mean, all five games that we play – are are going to come down to the wire in the fourth quarter. We know that. Um, they're competitive. They're good teams. They're good coaching staff. So, you know, you, you know what to expect because we've been in it before. All right, Utah State 3-1. and one. They're 1-0 one and oh in the Mountain Division. They defeated Air Force last Saturday by week, and then it's on to BYU Friday, October 5th. Head coach Matt Wells. Coach, congratulations on a strong start. Best of luck the rest of the way. Okay, thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. We'll look ahead to the Week 5 schedule around the Mountain West next after these words from your local station. This is Tony Sanchez, head coach of the UNLV Rebels. We'll be back with more of This Week in the Mountain West right after this timeout.
This is Jay Norvell, head coach of the University of Nevada. Welcome back to This Week in the Mountain West. Five games coming up Saturday, three of them in conference play. We'll get it started at 2 p.m. Mountain Time. That's 1 p.m. Pacific. Nevada at Air Force on ESPN News and the Watch ESPN app. Mountain West opener for the 2-2 two two Wolfpack here in 2018. Falcons knocked off Nevada last year in Reno on a 30-yard Luke Strebel field goal as time expired. At 4 p.m. Mountain, it's New Mexico hosting Liberty in non-conference play. Lobos 33rd nationally, scoring 39.3 points a game. Interestingly, New Mexico, one of two FBS teams that has yet to attempt a field goal here in 2018, but there's a reason for that. The Lobos, 12 of 13, scoring touchdowns in red zone opportunities this season. West Division matchup at 4 p.m. Pacific time. That's 1 o'clock in the afternoon in Hawaii. The Rainbow Warriors at San Jose State on Spectrum Sports pay-per-view and online at watchstadium.com. Hawaii with the ninth-ranked passing offense nationally at 353 yards a game. Cole McDonald with an NCAA best 20 touchdown passes to only one interception. Big time Mountain Division showdown at 5 p.m. Mountain Time. CBS Sports Network has number 25 Boise State at Wyoming. Broncos senior quarterback Brett Rippon throwing for 349 yards a game with 10 touchdown passes on the year. Rippon is the FBS active passing leader with 10,923 yards through the air for his career at Boise State. Wyoming hoping to get their leading rusher, Nico Evans, back healthy in the lineup. Four teams idle in Week 5, Colorado State, San Diego State, UNLV, and Matt Wells, Utah State Aggies all get the bye this week. And that will do it for the Week 5 edition of This Week in the Mountain West. If you missed any of this show, you can listen on SoundCloud on the Mountain West Radio Network page on the MW.com. You can also download the show as a podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or TuneIn. And of course, follow the Mountain West on Twitter at Mountain West and like the Mountain West Conference on Facebook. I'm Nate Kreckman. Enjoy week five of the college football season. This is Craig Thompson, Commissioner of the Mountain West. We'll talk to you next week right here. Right here. Right here. Right here on This Week in the Mountain West.